Do you know that there is only one God in three eternal persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Do you know that Jesus said he is the only way to heaven, and his death and resurrection bring forgiveness of sins to all who believe? Welcome to the Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study God's Word, the Bible, together. Welcome to the Pastor's Study. One day Jesus was talking to the Sadducees, the Jewish leaders who did not believe in the afterlife. And Jesus had to speak truth to their error and said, yes, there is an afterlife. If you knew the scriptures and the power of God, you would know that. Well, today, six errors have invaded Christian churches and taken over. And we're going to have to speak some truth to these six errors. There's an old saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Well, we have whole denominations that have fallen to some lies. So this is going to be a heresy update. We're going to talk about real recent stuff that has happened in the church. And let's pray. Father, we pray for your Christian church and all the errors that are being promulgated right now, that your Holy Spirit would raise up preachers uh, that will speak truth to error. And Lord, do that for us. Anyone who's watching this show who has bought into a lie, help us learn the truth now. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Six errors that have invaded the church. Error number one. God is whatever I want him, her, it to be. There is an historic Presbyterian church in downtown Minneapolis. They have a Sunday afternoon TV show where they uh, broadcast the service. So it has become a radical church, very LGBT, on Trinity Sunday. When we worship the one God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, not at this church, the senior pastor got up and preached that the pastors of this church no longer refer to God in the male as a, as a he. And why? Well, they talked about, the pastor talked about people discovering new pronouns for themselves and their new gender identities. Quote, well, God's identity is fluid. And the pastor said, if God were to reveal himself today, God would not call himself he, but probably they, them, there. You know, I don't think Jesus could preach at that Presbyterian church because Jesus called God Father. <laughs> I live across the street from a United Methodist church. I was told the pastor there is pretty liberal. I visited one day. The pastor gets up to baptize the baby. And I baptize this child in the name of the one who creates all things and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I wrote the pastor a note. Jesus taught us to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We don't have a right to change that and I put it in his P.O. box. After the liberal Presbyterian Sunday afternoon TV show comes an ELCA Lutheran TV show. And the woman pastor got up at the end of the show to do the benediction. I bless you in the name of the parent and of the son and of the Holy Spirit. All of that is a lie. Let's speak the truth to the lie. Here's the truth. 
God is one God in three eternal persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We don't have the right to change that. Is it not arrogant to correct Jesus Christ? I, I, the seminary I went to, Luther Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, has become radically liberal. They brought in a transgender preacher who said, he, she said during the end of the service, let's pray the Lord's Prayer however you're comfortable praying it and led in saying, our mother in heaven, wait a minute, how dare you correct Jesus Christ that you know how to pray the Lord's Prayer better than he does? The ELCA Lutheran Church is very liberal now. They have a very liberal national magazine and they had this article. Here's a woman pastor writing, quote, when I began recognizing the mothering behavior of God in my own experience of being a mother, it made me feel less alone. We have fallen into a rut in referring to God mostly as Father in the church. And I read that and I thought, well, was Jesus in a rut? Jesus never once prayed to God as Mother. He always prayed to God as Father. And, and you know, the fatherhood of God is a beautiful teaching. You don't find it much in the Old Testament. It's there a little bit, but God being called our Father mostly comes from Jesus Christ. It's a beautiful teaching. Don't take that away from the church. You know, I, I went to a, a, a liberal Lutheran church once for Lent near my house. The woman pastor said, a woman came to me for counseling. And she had a difficult relationship with her father, her earthly father. So I said, maybe it would help you instead to pray to God as your mother. And I heard that and, you know, I had a difficult relationship with my earthly father. I love the fact that I have a loving heavenly father in God. Don't take that away from me. Years ago, when all this crazy, let's change the Trinity language started, an old Lutheran professor said, to be ashamed of the name of our God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is to be ashamed of our God. The truth to the lie today is there's one God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I hope you joyously worship that God. Error number two in the church today. You don't have to believe in Jesus Christ to be saved. That same Presbyterian TV show uh, that I just talked about, and near the end of the sermon, the senior pastor said, God saves those who trust God, but God also perhaps saves those who don't trust God. <laughs> That's called the heresy of universalism. Everybody's going to heaven whether you believe in Jesus or not. And let's speak the truth to that. Here's the truth from Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. That's the way to be saved. And, you know, if it's true that everybody goes to heaven when they die, why did the early Christians die? The first 300 years of Christianity, we were thrown to the lions, boiled in oil. Christians were martyred for 300 years. If everybody goes to heaven, why would they have bothered? But they knew that you need Christ to be saved, so they were willing to die. Line number three. Oh, excuse me, let, let me go back to that. The head bishop of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America was asked by a Chicago newspaper, Bishop Eaton, is there a hell? Her response, there may be, but I think it's empty. 
Well, not according to the New Testament. Jesus talked about hell and people being in there. All right, so uh, it was winter. I'm a Missouri Synod Lutheran. I, I switched from the ELCA years ago, and I now belong to a Missouri Synod a Lutheran church because they're very biblical and traditional and conservative. So I drive there on a snowy morning to go to church, and it's closed because of the snowstorm. I turn my car back, and I pass an ELCA liberal church that's open. I thought, okay, I'll worship here today. The pastor was preaching on Romans chapter 10, if you confess with your lips Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then the pastor said, but what if you don't believe in your heart? And what if you don't confess Christ? Does that mean you won't be saved? And the pastor said, uh, not necessarily. And I felt like screaming, yes, necessarily. Acts chapter 16, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Uh, the last ELCA National Convention, a man got to the microphone and made, a made an amendment saying that we reaffirm the truth that f Jesus is the only Savior. One needs to have faith in Christ to be saved. He was voted down by 97%. All that is a lie. The truth is, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Next lie that we need to counter. God made me gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender. The ELCA Lutheran Church has had two practicing homosexual men with husbands, one of whom now has gone on to become the president of an ELCA seminary. Something brand new. Here's the newspaper article. This is brand new. The ELCA has now elected its first transgender pastor. This is a woman who looks like a man and wants you to call her they. And this happened just a few days ago. Now the ELCA also has its first partnered lesbian bishop. And why does the Presbyterian Church USA, the ELCA Lutherans, the United Church of Christ, the Episcopal Church, why do they allow now practicing homosexual pastors and bishops? The answer is because they were born this way. God made them this way, so nothing's wrong with gay sex. This is from the Chicago Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Listen to this. We celebrate our LGBTQAI plus family as God's good and beautiful creation, and we bless and honor your love as God-given and sacred. Gay sex is now sacred. There's an ELCA homosexual man who's married to a man. He wrote this article against the conservative church. Listen to this. Queerly beloved, the church as an institution has theology, the conservatives, that's about preserving power rather than radical love. Don't listen to it. It's a tool of Satan. Listen to the voice in your soul that tells you that you belong, that you are worth love, and that the way you love and who you love is what was meant for you. That is the voice of God, and it's more important than the voice of any human institution. The lowest point to which the ELCA Lutheran Church has sunk was a couple years ago when 31,000 Lutheran teenagers showed up for the Lutheran Teen Convention. They put an 11-year-old boy who thinks he's a girl on stage to preach transgenderism. 
That same child has received hormone blockers from the ELCA healthcare plan funded by offering dollars. You know what else the ELCA healthcare plan funds with your offering dollars? Abortion for any reason and now sex change operations. One more example, I'm not making this up. Uh, an ELCA Lutheran Church out east put on a queer Christmas pageant with drag queens. The bishop attended and called the pageant holy, and the bishop went up and got anointed by a drag queen. All of that is a lie. Let me tell you the truth. Here's the truth with which we counter, God made me this way so it's good. No, no, here's the truth. We are all born in sin. <laughs> we are not born good. Uh, there, something happened called the fall when Adam and Eve fell into sin. They infected the whole human race with this thing called original sin. We're born sinful and unclean. R read Romans chapter 5. And, and uh, so, um, you, know, you know, I'm going to say this. I have struggled with same-sex attraction most of my life. All right, where did I get this? I don't know for sure. I think it had something to do with dad. Uh, it just did, we had a bad relationship, and I think that's where I got this. But even if they can prove homosexual attraction is genetic, which they haven't, by the way, but let's say they could prove it, it makes no difference. The Bible still forbids the behavior. We're all born with sin. It doesn't give you a license to practice it. Some liberal churches now that used to believe the Bible don't even allow my point of view anymore. Last week, I was banned from the ELCA Facebook page. There's a, a, uh, there's a gay Lutheran pastor that was on Queer Eye for the straight guy. He was talking about how it's biblical to, have, to engage in homosexual behavior. I was very polite. I was sh going back and forth saying, no, it isn't. They delete, the ELCA Facebook page deleted all my comments. Now I'm banned. I can't even get on the thing anymore. That, you know, they say conservatives are closed-minded. <laughs> so are liberals. Next lie. Sexual pleasure is from God, but not limited to marriage. If, you know, if you have a loving relationship with your girlfriend and you want to live with her, that's okay. No, no, no. And I, I, again, I'm not making this up. This is how crazy it's become. There's an ELCA Lutheran church uh, in Washington State. On Easter Sunday, the woman pastor gave out Easter Sunday gift bags that included lotion. Plug your kids' ears if they're listening to this. Pastor Sarah Wolbrick gave instructions during her Easter sermon, saying, I invite you to feel the joy of your body today by embracing the pleasure your body provides. So here is some lotion to moisturize and care for your body. You are also commissioned to enjoy the pleasure of your body today, whether with your partner or on your own. That's right, pleasure yourself and or your partner today. You heard that right. This is also what resurrection joy can look like in our bodies. Okay, she says, enjoy. This is a Lutheran church. I'll say it again. This ain't my grandma's Lutheran church. My grandma was Lutheran. She wouldn't recognize the ELCA. Martin Luther wouldn't recognize it. Some, um, uh, th that's a lie. Let's get to the truth. <laughs> Sexual pleasure is from God, that is true, 
and intended for a man and a woman in marriage. 1 Corinthians 6, don't be deceived, fornicators, that's sex outside of marriage, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, etc., will not inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because God made sex for marriage. Here's the next lie. The gospel is political and all about setting people free from oppression. The head bishop of the ELCA Lutheran Church said this, quote, Saving souls is not the job of the church. That's God's job. Yes, Bishop Eaton, but Jesus gave that job to the church. His last words on earth were, Go ye therefore and make disciples. All right, but if the job of the church is no longer to save souls, what is the church going to do with all of its time and money? Liberal politics. If you go to the ELCA.org uh, or the Presbyterian Church USA or the United Church of Christ or the Episcopal Church, all that they are doing now is LGBT rights, abortion rights, uh, climate change, immigration reform. Because the gospel now is, that's God's job. We'll just do liberal politics. All that's a lie. Here's the truth. <laughs> the gospel is not politics. The gospel, the good news, is the saving death and resurrection of Christ. Paul the Apostle said, When I came to you, Corinthians, I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what the gospel is. I, I, I knew an old Christian saint who said this, Next time you hear a sermon, ask this question. Could that sermon have been preached had Jesus not died on the cross? And he said, if it could have been, that's not a Christian sermon. I have a friend who left his Lutheran church because he regularly heard in the sermons about the evils of white supremacy, and he said he never preached on how to be saved. Some Preachers now even deny the basics of the Christian faith. There is a large ELCA Lutheran Church here in the Twin Cities, one of the largest in the country. The senior pastor does not believe that Jesus died in our place for our sins, because that would be divine child abuse. For God the Father to punish Jesus for our sins, that would be child abuse. Listen, read 1 Corinthians 15. Paul says the good news is Christ died for our sins and rose from the dead. If you deny that, even if you're a Lutheran pastor, can you be saved? Last lie. We can incorporate non-Christian practices into the Christian religion. So years ago, when I was still an ELCA Lutheran pastor, I went to our synod convention. And they had us pray to the north, and then we turned and prayed to the south and the east and the west because we're, we were patterning our prayers after Native American spirituality. I got to the microphone. I said, I'm German. My ancestors worship Thor and Odin. We're going to incorporate Thor worship in our next uh, convention? Uh, you know, I went home and I told my congregation what they did. A Native American woman, a sweet Christian woman of my church, came up to me tears in her eyes and she said they're trying to get us back to what Jesus saved me from we are not to incorporate non-christian practices living lutheran elca magazine had this article during lent 
Meditate on a mantra for Lent. Deep breaths. Remember to breathe deeply. While doing so, perhaps you can meditate on a mantra such as, I breathe in peace. I exhale worry. You know what a mantra is? A mantra is a Hindu practice. You say a certain phrase or word over and over to become one with God. All of that is a lie. Christians, we don't mix religions. Here's the truth by which we counter that lie. Thou shalt have no other gods. What got the Old Testament Jews in trouble? They mixed Jehovah worship with Baal worship, and God destroyed them for it. You know, I, I think it's fine to do stretching exercises. I do that too. But should Christians do yoga by which they get in a position by which they or, or think they're going to become one with God? That's not Christianity. All right, let's review this. Here are some lies that have invaded the ch church that we have to speak the truth is. Lie number one, God is whatever you want him, her, it to be. No, no, the truth, God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Another lie, you don't have to believe in Christ to be saved. The New Testament teaches, oh yes, you do. Another lie, uh, we can mix Christian religions with Hinduism, the Bible says, Thou shalt have no other gods. Here's another lie. God made me bisexual, transgender, etc. The truth is, we're all born in sin. That doesn't give you a right to practice it. Here's another lie. Sexual pleasure is from God, but you don't have to be married. 1 Corinthians 6 says, Oh, yes, you do, or you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, there we go. Let me just close with this. <laughs> I'm a Lutheran, but years ago I was invited to the Presbyterian Church USA convention. The gay lobby was working the convention because they were going to vote on whether to ordain practicing homosexuals in the Presbyterian Church and whether to perform gay weddings. The gay lobby had knit all these rainbow shawls for people to wear. The huge cross at the front of the convention hall had a rainbow banner hanging from it. You go up to take Holy Communion, they had rainbow decorations on the communion table. Well, uh, even though I'm a Lutheran, they allowed me to speak at the convention, at the hearing. And right before me, they're, they're, they're debating on whether to do gay weddings. The woman Presbyterian pastor gets to the microphone. You must let me do lesbian weddings. I did one last summer and the Holy Spirit was so present. I got to speak right after her, and I said, I've struggled with same-sex attraction most of my life, but I don't get into that behavior because 1 Corinthians 6 says you won't be saved. Do we love people? Then we're not going to do lesbian weddings. We're going to care where they spend eternity. So what happened? Well, today, the Presbyterian Church USA performs gay weddings and has practicing homosexual pastors. I'm ending with this. Do you go to a Presbyterian Church USA church? Do you go to an ELCA Lutheran church? Do you go to the United Church of Christ? Do you go to the Episcopal Church? Do you go to the Disciples of Christ? Flee those denominations. And, and I get this. People email me, oh, but pastor, I've been in my church for 40 years. My family and friends are there. I know it's hard, but bite the bullet and put Christ first and your family and friends second. And by you leaving, you will be a witness that something is drastically wrong here and you might make your family and friends think. 
And I close with this. Years ago, a woman became a Christian. Someone at her workplace said, well, what's the difference now between you and me now that you're a Christian? And the woman said, one letter. You love the world. I love the word. If you are going to a church that is following the world and is not in love with the word, everybody should be going to church, but find a good biblical church and let the other churches die on their own. Amen. Thank you for watching the Pastor Study. You can watch more of our program at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the good news of Jesus Christ because of the generous support you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? You may do so at pastorstudy.org or write the Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota, let that Minnesota, one be preached? Is that there, Mike? <laughs> may the blessings of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Welcome to the portion of the Pastor Study where we ask Pastor Brock questions regarding the Bible. Pastor Brock, wouldn't it be better to stay in a church that is going astray and try to be a voice for change from within? I don't doubt that God calls some people to do that. I did that, Mona. For 22 years, I stayed in the liberal, unbiblical denomination that became the ELCA Lutheran Church. And some pastors and I tried to turn things around. But it became so awful that it, there comes a point where you do what Jesus said. You literally shake the dust off your feet. I've only done that once. When I went to the ELCA convention and they voted to keep paying for abortion for any reason with offering dollars, I literally shook the dust off my feet and left that uh, uh, denomination. And my whole church, uh, our church, did as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, some people are called to stay and fight, but when it becomes so heretical, so anti-Christian, time to join a better denomination. And you're right, you have to put a limit on how long yes. you stay. Yes. If I leave my church, what are some good alternatives? Yeah, if, let's say you're a Lutheran like I am. You don't have to stay ELCA Lutheran. You can join the Missouri Synod Lutheran Church, the um, Free Lutheran Congregations. You can join the LCMC. These are biblical denominations that are Lutheran, but they don't pay for abortions with offering dollars, for instance. How can I be sure that I'm attending a good biblical church? Yeah, good, and you know I forgot. Or if you're a Presbyterian, leave the PCUSA church and join the Presbyterian Church in America okay. or the Orthodox Presbyterian Church. Uh, so if you're an uh, Episcopalian, you join this Anglican group that has formed. And so there are good alternatives. You don't have to stay what, which used to be good churches that have mm -hmm. gone heretical. So okay. I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> well, how can I be sure if I attend a new church? What should I look for? Yeah, you know, real quick, you, you're, you're church shopping, you hear a sermon, you say, Pastor, quick question, Jesus the only way to heaven? Do you believe in heaven and hell? Is the Bible infallible word of God? Uh, tell me your views on abortion, homosexuality. If you get good biblical answers, that's your church. If you get the pastor saying, why that's a complex issue about which Christians disagree, get out of there. There you awesome. go. Well, listen, everybody, thanks. Go to pastorstudy.org. You can see all of our shows there and help and support us. And God bless you. Till next time. Thank you for watching the Pastor Study. You can watch more of our program at pastorstudy.org. 
We are on the air preaching the good news of Jesus Christ because of the generous support you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? You may do so at pastorstudy.org or write the Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55441. May the blessings of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever.